0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 5, Episode 2, titled, Lip Sync Extravaganza Eleganza. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one unctuous co-host. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... Fuck the fuck off. I've had it with you. Go the fuck
1: home. <laughs> Fuck. I've had it officially.
0: And also... Don't try it, little boy.
2: <laughs> that is my favorite line. <laughs> I have said that in this house. Oh, really? (laughs) Don't try it, little boy. (laughs) Don't try it, little boy. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait for when you eventually use that with Evan. (laughs) Oh, I know.
0: Hold on, let me try this here. Don't try it, little boy. Um, Yeah, that's going to be a a great one to use on Evan. Um, Table the Lante Boy, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing really good and en- 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 enjoying the season so far. Yeah. En- en- enjoying season five, forgetting how much I enjoy about season five. I'll be honest with you. And this, You know, we're doing both season five and season seven concurrently, you know, and right. I'll tell you this. I just learned I don't like the first episode of shows of drag but drag race shows. I don't like yeah. talking about the entrance looks. I don't like any. I just get so tired and so bored. But this one I was like, yeah, I can't wait to talk about this one. <laughs> I was like, with the last episode, I was like,
1: fuck the fuck off. I've had it with you. Go the fuck home. <laughs> fuck. I've had it officially.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. the The first one, I definitely. I don't think we realized how long that episode was oh until we got into it and you can mm-hmm. I, I went back and i listened to it recently mm-hmm. yeah. uh within the last you know since, since we taped it obviously yeah. and you can hear our energy levels going down yeah. as it gets further and further and i can tell because i'm close to slurring my words i'm mm-hmm. openly yawning mm-hmm. and you're getting more annoyed <laughs> yeah. with the whole okay okay it's it's great it's great look who's who's next who's next like, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm just like, like you just want to get through it
0: yeah i want to get through it now Taylor, yeah. you know there are a couple of things we I want to talk about. What, uh, you know we, that uh, I we, we you, you and I you know people should know this. I love talking to Taylor outside of the show. Taylor does not like talking outside of the show. But whatever, every time every time I call, he's all like, "What's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong?" <laughs> That's not no what, Taylor. No. What not the one there where have like- been, there have been times I have done that, but not always wasn't there one recently where i said uh hey can you talk and you're like what's going on and well, i well because like, no- because normally you don't ask if i can talk you normally where
2: i see the phone rings the, the special joe drink f- 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 ringtone comes mm-hmm. up i say hello 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 So I'm thinking (laughs) that I might do season seven Uh -uh. with Lori and, you know, Drag Race UK is coming up Mm -hmm. and I need a co-host for that. But I really want to expand the brand. And I'm thinking that, you know, if we could just have where, you know, Evan does this show, Mm -hmm. but then you do this show. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that's really great. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're getting another call. He the pause. <laughs> pause if he even comes back there are times that after I give him about a minute that I go fuck it he'll just call me back and then sometimes the phone rings again and sometimes I don't hear from her for days okay okay sorry 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 oh my god that was my mother I just I don't understand you know I, I told her where the mayonnaise is I don't understand so they're gonna be performing at Mickey's this week and I'm thinking betting tickets but it's 1130 at night and yeah. it's just so late for me like I just want to be naked in my hot tub and getting you know UTI infections. I don't want to need to go see detox and and Priscilla Chambers performing at the same. I know that's a different show, but it was the first name to pop my head. So I I I don't I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I should go? I think that's a great. Oh,
0: hold on, hold on. No, click. Hold on for a second. I gotta tell you something. You just brought something (laughs) up, and I I have a topic to bring up with you. But okay. I love and I know everyone most the, the the only a few select people are hearing this right now you know in the current time present day. So most people are hearing this season 4 is about to come out of Dracula. But we're right now this is October 1st 2019. Uh episode 6 of Dracula has just dropped, okay? I do a show called Hell Uggs, where we we'll cover it. Oh, did they release it? Did they finally release it today? Oh, see, oh oh, oh you, you got to my point. Which is, I saw that Amazon hadn't released it yet. Have they still not released it yet?
2: Okay, uh, well, the, as of about an hour and a half ago. I was going to say, if the new episode released, that we're putting this on pause so I can go watch
0: it. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. On, on iTunes, they get it at midnight on Tuesday. So I was like, you know what? This show is so good and it's proven it so. I will go back and rewatch this show. So I'm going to buy it. I bought it on iTunes. I had the episode back at nine in the morning, but I was so well when I bought it. That's when I bought it. But like next Uh week, I'll have it at, you know, Tuesday morning. When I wake up on Tuesday morning, it'll be there. And um, here's the deal. Like usually with Drag Race now, like Drag Race is a job for me. And it's a a Mm -hmm. job that I love, by the way. It's a job that I love, but it's a job, right? Mm-hmm. And the way you and I do Drag Racer is that I, like, as the show is airing, I'm feverishly taking notes and doing all that stuff. Right. In theory, I could do that with Dragula. I don't have to. I don't have that rush. So I love this season so much that, A, I bought it on iTunes. But, B, I just can't wait till we finish recording and I finish packaging the show. And then I'm going to go to my room, turn on the TV. I'm not going to take any notes. I'm not going to do I'm just going to watch the episode of dragula and i'm so excited am i wrong that this is such a good season
2: no it is a very very good season i was a little bummed because i i because now you've got me where i'm a reddit queen and no. i follow dragula on yeah. reddit mm-hmm. and the, everybody was talking with the fact that the season hadn't dropped yet in amazon prime so mm-hmm. i was hoping i'm like eh, it's like one thirty, maybe maybe around like five o'clock or yeah, maybe three have... o'clock eastern because that's noon pacific and I said to my husband, you know, try and see if it's on. And he said, no. So we ended up watching a Bon Appetit video, the latest Bon oh, Appetit video instead.
0: Yeah. Well, so. I, you know, did you watch, by the way, this is called TV Talk with Joe and Taylor. <laughs> but uh, did you see the latest Bon Appetit? Again, this is October 1st, 2019, when Claire did uh, Pizza Pockets. Hot Pockets? Oh, Hot Pepperoni Pizza or, Hot Pockets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm, it's the first one that I'm kind of tempted to make. And it's a lot of work. Yeah, no. It, it definitely.
2: It, they, the, everybody was talking about how great they were, mm-hmm. and apparently Hot Pockets responded on Twitter oh, really? that because she made such a good one, that like they made like a nervous emoji. Like
0: they figured <laughs> oh, out, you know. Yeah.
2: So it's beca- it's becoming it's becoming a trend. Which means by then, by next by next summer, people will be tired of them. And what are your thoughts on Rick,
0: the one with the blue finger? I, I know who Rick is. So here's the deal. I actually watch his, so everyone should know, this is Bon Appetit videos, again, this is October 2019, Rick could be dead, you know, by the time he's around. <laughs> but I used to not watch them, and then I noticed that the other chefs talk about him so reverently. Like, they yeah. all love Rick, so I was like, I gotta see what he does. It looks fine, he's kind of blah to me. Yeah, it's
2: it's feels very much like he has to wear things yes, yes, to make yes. himself stand out, yes. because if not, he's yes. very... Milk toast. Even though he tends to make, he tends to make very like Central American dishes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I think that at first I thought there might have been a chance he does drag Uh on the side, Mm -hmm. but I almost think he's a hand model because oh why I I I hate the blue nail polish. The blue nail polish is distracting. But he's doing things, but he has very feminine hands with like tapered fingers and they're very well manicured. Really, and everything about it, where I almost wonder if he does hand modeling.
0: Interesting Uh, as a side gig. Have you ever made any of the Bon Appetit food?
2: Uh, no, not yet. However, the thing that Molly made tonight, she made a coke, a spicy coconut milk marinade for chicken, shrimp, and steak. Ooh. That we both were like, "Oh yeah, we would totally make this," and it's relatively easy, and it only has to marinate for like fifteen minutes. Oh, so. I don't and that. we also watched the one that Molly, where she cuts the fifteen hundred dollar piece of ham. Oh I, oh, I didn't watch that one as a great episode. Oh, it is? It is, it is? it is a very, very interesting episode. And everybody kind of shows up in the background. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend, Andy, he's mm-hmm. in it a couple of times. Yeah. And it's. I just, it's, I wonder it's how a very dated. This will be a nine month, but okay, go ahead. Well, that's what I said. By the summer, people will be like, oh my God, they're talking about bottoms. <sighs> bon oh,
0: i think it was petite. Right now, we were talking about, you know, like uh, a Marcy playground or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song? What did Marcy Playground sing? I smell sex and candy. (laughs) Oh, by the way, for some reason, I just got in a groove on the 90s channel recently. And I've come up with this new theory Which you might actually, Uh -uh. I know you don't like the 90s. If you can't, this is my new hypothesis here. If you can't tell if it's a 90s song, ask yourself, would they play this between like innings or quarters at a stadium? And if so, it's a song from the 90s. Yes.
2: If it sounds like a song that would be used in a commercial for us, for a WB show. Yeah. Of, you know, forlorn teenagers looking out on a lake. Uh-huh. then yeah then chances are it's a 90s it's a 90s that, though that's the, all that stuff's going to come back though just like all the eight the stuff that now that's out that sounds very late 80s uh-huh. we're going to start to get into music that sounds like all the 90s music which makes me sad because well, i'm not no. a big fan of 90s music.
0: i've even been out and already seen people wearing the flannels and the uh doc martens and stuff like that. so that look is already starting to make a comeback yeah. anyway uh Taylor, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. We don't have as much time to talk about this now. What I wanted to talk to you about is, and you you, you said, save it for the show. Everyone should know, you know, you know there's that MTV show, My Strange Addiction. Yeah. I have to admit something to everyone listening. I have a strange addiction. Taylor, I can't stop buying movie posters. Yeah. I can't stop. Yeah. I bought three last week, and I might buy more. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Explain to me
2: the the thought process in getting movie posters.
0: Well, okay. This is what sort of it, it, there's a there's this is what makes the movie poster thing so dangerous. Is I've realized I but it's funny I just barely came to this realization. I've always loved posters. Even as a kid, I was one of those teenagers that had like an Elf post. Like this is what I literally had in my <laughs> wall, my wall when I was a kid. An Alf poster, an Oliver North poster. Just kind of of what? Box. Yeah, but not pro. I was anti Oliver North, but an anti okay. Oliver North poster. Uh, for those of you, anyone under forty, Oliver North <laughs> was this political figure who was wrapped up in the Iran Contra scandal in the eighties. And uh, yeah, an Alf poster, and like uh, some just jokey posters. I, I had this beautiful one. I I wish I still had it of of Charles Adams. That, that he has that like little drawing he did where like A is for Annie who fell down the stairs or whatever. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, oh, at, oh no, not uh, Charles Adams. It's um, scary? Edward, it Edward Gorey.
2: Edward Gorey. Yeah, Scar- scary. was the little, um, the little uh, rabbits and stuff the touch the internet. And there was there was one that was like a, a worm.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. the point is, I had I had all kinds of posters, and then when I got older, and I still have them. I started collecting. I still, I guess, collect. Uh, rare old magic posters, okay? But the problem with the, the the thing that held me back there was that old magic posters are very expensive. Right. Okay? So, like, the one that you you guys can't see, it, but the one that, and I'm not doing this to brag, I mean, I only have a few magic posters. The one you see right here that I'm pointing to, I don't know if you can make out what it says, is Carter the Great. That mm-hmm. that one cost me fourteen hundred dollars. Okay. Oh my god. And the one over here, over my over my right shoulder, the red one. That's uh, Jermaine. Yeah. That one cost me twelve hundred dollars. And I could tell you, but they have great stories. You know, like Jermaine is from nineteen oh eight, so that's a 111 year old poster. Okay. Uh, Carter. The reason he was a he wasn't that big in the United States. He was big in Europe, um, mm-hmm. but he was American. Hmm. And uh, he was about to embark. The reason there's, there's Carter posters exist and and there's a market for them is he was about to embark on a, a European tour, and j- literally the day before, very very close to him, he was about, like the ship's waiting, he dropped dead of a heart attack. Oh, so his family packed all his belongings and they just sat in a warehouse for like fifty years, and so that's why these po- these, car- these Carter posters exist in such mint, beautiful condition. Uh, and that's why you see them. But um, anyway, so the, but that, the, the price obviously hindered me from buying a lot of them. And then I heard an NPR story. Uh, there's an NPR show called "Imaginary Worlds." Have you ever heard of it? I can see you liking this show. No, I haven't heard of it. Oh, "Imaginary Worlds" is a very interesting show. If you're, I I, I only listen when I like the topic. Does that make sense? Okay. But it's about the intersection of art and science fiction. And sort of like the creative process behind science fiction or that okay. kind of stuff. Okay. Right?
2: okay. That and sounds like something my husband would Yeah,
0: that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very cool, right? And so they did one on a company called Mondo. It's based out of Austin, Texas. And what Mondo does is they commission accomplished artists, like really cool artists, to reimagine movie posters. So it's like especially cult ones. Okay. Yeah. And then what they do is they sell them on their website, but they make a very, 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 very small number. Like, it's usually about 200 to 250. Okay? Yeah. And then they put them on sale. And then once those sell out, they they don't ever make them again. They, there's no reprints. It's it. That's done. Once those are gone, they're done. What makes it tricky is one, I love the beautiful art on these Mondo posters. If you ever want if anyone wants to go see them, go to mondotees.com. I'm, t- I'm right. typing it in right now. And go to the posters, you'll see all the different posters. And the thing is, is when they go for sale, they don't they're, they're relatively inexpensive. They're like 50 bucks.
2: Oh, the one that I'm looking at that's that, that's the right now, it's the creature from the black lagoon. Oh, yeah, and it went on sale all, today. They're all sold
0: out. Yeah, exactly. And went on, that went on sale today. That was sold out probably like in 20 minutes. So that's what's scary. Is I bought three yesterday because they're like fifty bucks, and not to get what's that chick from um from Netflix? What's her name?
2: Uh, The does it bring you Marie Marie Kondo?
0: Yeah, it brings me joy, Taylor. I look at them like, did did I show you the sixteen candles one? I just got it last Friday. But did I show you the oh the sixteen candles one is beautiful? Look up sixteen candles Mondo. Uh, Sarah Deck is the artist. All
2: right, Sarah Deck, eighties. I see a pretty in pink six.
0: Oh, the 16 Candles one is awesome. Yep, I have that. I just got it on Friday. And um, yeah, and they're like they're 50 bucks. I think the 16 Candles one is still for sale. I think you get that one.
2: That would be a great birthday or uh, Christmas present
0: for <laughs> Taffy. See, and so it starts. I was going to say. Oh, by the way, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Taylor. And you have to believe me. What the What the screen doesn't capture is these are gorgeous in real life they're on like really heavy stock there's almost like a, a texture to them yeah and they like this is one of the things where it looks better in real life than it does on your computer screen like with every, they blow people I really away like that okay so is it actually
2: i like the pretty and pink one too yeah Oh, you see, see. <laughs> so I like the sixteen candles one yeah. more, mm-hmm. but the pretty and pink one. So they don't have a ton of them. No, but okay. In stock? Oh, so, so if you take like an out of stock. Oh Jesus! Okay. Oh, and they have one that's a va- oh, the variation. One is sold out. The variation the 16- one, is-
0: but you know what? Looking at the variation one, I'm probably have to edit this down. If you look at the variation <laughs> one. I actually don't like the variation. I think if the colors are beautiful, but I feel it distracts from the main
2: image. It distracts from the pink. And the reason I'm thinking this is Taffy's closet, her walk-in closet is all pink stuff, and mm-hmm. Sixteen Candles is one of her favorite movies. Oh, so that yeah. would be something. I'm telling
0: you, when I saw this picture, like, my mom took a breath. She goes, Oh my god, this is beautiful. Oh, goddamn you, Joe Batance. See, now I now I've got you on the um the juice. You know, you're an addict now, Taylor. All right, this week, Monica feels out of place. No one was rooting for Serena. The girls lip sync to some of RuPaul's worst songs. The girls lip sync to some of Untuck's best moments. Jay didn't choose to be Delta. Alaska's excited to play Fifi. Serena passes out as Raja. Monica Beverly Hills reveals her secret and Detox has had it. Officially. In the end, Lenaisha Sparks was named the winner of the challenge, while Serena Cha Cha and Monica Beverly Hills were forced to go head to head in a lip sync battle for their lives. After all was said and done, Monica was told, Shantae, you stay, while Serena Cha Cha was asked to cha cha away. Taylor Vellante Boy named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. I liked. Okay.
2: Great episode. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to start there. Mm -hmm. Very much enjoyed it. I would Mm -hmm. give it a solid – I would give this episode a solid A as far as if we were grading it Mm -hmm. in that regard. Well-paced and everything. So I think that – let's see. Two things that I liked was I loved the the two challenges. I thought the two challenges were fun, Mm -hmm. um, possibly a touch – problematic in some ways but i'm sure we'll get to that which but actually i think that's kind of the part that i like was that there mm-hmm. was a danger to the two challenges compared to mm-hmm. the way things are now that made it more fun to watch mm-hmm. um particularly the use the use of the song tranny chaser and then some of like oh, kind yeah. of. i was thinking the same thing and then the the um, the whole Jade in a fat suit eating a chicken like oh, I oh yes see, I like, was
0: thinking the same thing yes 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 I
2: both of those things I was thinking they could never get away no, with that in a season twelve no no they could so couldn't. so in that regards it was it <laughs> as you know a, an old queen it was enjoyable to watch that to some degree I I wasn't necessarily a big fan of the. We're going to put the skinny little twink in a fat suit and have her eat a Mm -hmm. piece of fried chicken. That was Mm -hmm. a little whatever. Um, Things I did not like about the episode was. I the the untucked the fight and untucked looking at it differently. I have I have I have different thoughts on the on the fight than I did the first time I watched it.
0: Okay. Oh, really? Um, yeah. You know, I pulled, I pulled. as you should know, I'll get warning, I just pulled it and I edited out any confessionals or anything. What's funny is I think it's like a nine-minute segment, and it, it goes down like five minutes. But I was going to uh, say, it, ha- it has to. Well, because they do that. They, they, I don't think they're as bad now, but on that old Untucked, they would be like, no, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> after the break. And then they show you what's going to happen after the break. And then they come mm. back and they go. Then they tell you Probably. everything that just happened. Yeah and you're like oh my god and like literally i would take out like two minutes at a time of like the commercial breaks just from that but uh anyway uh, so okay so okay i go okay i'm with you this is a really solid episode a good episode to put sink our teeth into a really good episode um i love my two things i like i loved untucked i thought it was such a good untucked but you know look it's up there among i would say it competes with all stars one episode one untucked For one of the, uh, uh, you know, and I'm separating from the, doing like the first uh, season, the version one of Untucked and version two. Okay. Okay. In version one of Untucked, I feel it is, it's tied with All-Stars 1, episode one, Untucked. Are there other Untucked episodes that I'm missing that are great?
2: Well, okay, it, okay, it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like this is the template this episode, in particular, th- exact things that happened to
0: this, is
2: the Laganja meltdown yeah, for that's a good one too. season
0: six. That's a good one, too. So, I feel very attacked. That's a great one, too. But don't you think it's like, ironic that one of the best untucked episodes is when they have to lip sync two iconic untucked episodes? Yeah. And then they created yeah. an oh, iconic. I, I, I had episode.
2: thought of it that way. You're right. That is That is true. Yeah. That is true. It's so. I would. I would love for them to have a season which is nothing but the greatest hits of previous challenges. Yeah. Or where they have to redo previous mm-hmm. challenges, and this is, this is made so much of that because they only had at this point four seasons of untucked yeah. fights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: look at all of the fights that they have for the previous eight seasons and all the all stars. Mm-hmm. They could do a million of these. They could do that, a million of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's I mean, why
0: like uh i think it's f- I, I i that was actually my second thing that i have i have it written down was i liked the challenge and i was gonna say i wish they would bring this challenge back i'm surprised they never did because i thought it was a great challenge it was a fun challenge it's kind of like acting but not really and you could be kind of it was it was a fun challenge i wish they would bring it back and then the one thing i didn't like is the same thing that i kind of love this serena Chacha, what a great villain <laughs> it's like I'm, she had to go this episode she just had to but I, f- I yeah
2: she, she is a villain but I feel as though she is a she. she's a victim of her own crimes
0: mm-hmm.
2: as well as we'll get to actually as we can get to in the first section
0: well what's I, yeah what's funny though and I'm gonna jump ahead of just a tiny bit is and I'll probably talk more about this when it happened. but when I was you know when I take notes I write down okay who's on what team who was it is blah 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 she, the fact that she goes home, she had a pretty fucking iconic. I wrote team. that
2: down. I wrote she had the strongest team of like you would kill for that team on an all star season. Yes, yeah. and, and, and And Coco the fact tells that she was her that. the one that went home.
0: Coco tells her that in the untucked. Yeah, like you could have just sat fucking back and said your three words and just not been noticed at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, she had fucking Jinx. Who did, I mean, look, I have the notes right here. I know we're going to get to it right there, but it's going to be um, G, it's, uh, Team Serena is Roxy Andrews, Alyssa Edwards, Jinx Monsoon. My God, Jesus Christ. Why, why weren't they picking those girls up right away? It's just so weird. And then J. Jo Lee, but like, okay.
2: Well, but she was the last one and she... Yeah. I feel like that was a... Okay. Like like, where somebody came over to Ivy and said, whatever you
0: do, don't pick J. Jo Lee if she's yeah. in the bottom two. <laughs> have her going Serena's team. Yeah. Um. yeah I thought it was I thought that was but I loved I both loved and hated Serena so I have mixed emotions alright after Penny's elimination Serena feels that the universe put her in the bottom two last week to send a wake up call to the rest of the cast Monica Beverly Hills is feeling out of place and later Serena asks if the girls were rooting for her and Detox chimes in to say that she was rooting for Penny in a confessional J. Lee reveals that she hates Serena Cha Cha Taylor your thoughts on this uh opener here my thought was was watching that, I I can't help but wonder
2: if Serena realized when she made the comment of "so you all were rooting for me" and nobody answered her that she thought for the first time, "Oh, I'm in trouble." <laughs> you know, like I wrote down, does Serena know she stepped in it? And I I have a feeling that. You know, a lot of this comes back to that she's 21, whether it's the way that she's acting now or the way that she acted in the last episode, the way Mm -hmm. that she's going to act in the Untucked episode Mm -hmm. of that youthful, egocentric, I know everything. Mm -hmm. I'm the smartest person in the room. I know better than all of these old queens. Mm -hmm. And it takes getting slapped in the proverbial face to realize, Mm -hmm. oh shit, I don't have my shit together as much as I thought I did. Yeah. But you know what? At least I've got my book smarts. Like, thinking that and then realizing, you know, not realizing that's going to bite her in the ass. But why
0: would she think – and, and by the way, why would she think and, – and this is not to offend people who go to art school, right? Uh, I know very talented people who went to art school. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. though, is what you need for art school is not the argument she's making. Like, the talent required for art school is – but she's making it as if she's going to Yale. Like, you guys don't read books. You're stupid. Uh… I uh, you know I'm up to thi- I'm up to date because I'm a I'm a, a smart college kid and I'm like again nothing against art school you're, you're squinting Taylor why no I'm listening I'm oh. listening um, oh you see like Haley in the chat room saying that being it's just it's like a different thing it's like it's like saying like I go to college so I know about medicine does that make sense like yeah. It's. It, I'm not making. I'm not putting a judgment or weighing one versus the other. What I'm saying though is the skill set required for art school. It is not germane to the argument that serena's making, which is that these people are stupid and that she's smart because she goes to art school. I don't think the kind of intelligence she's talking about is required for art school. It's a different kind of intelligence.
2: Well, but you're you're talking about somebody, okay, and again, as somebody who wishes he could have had some training in art and art school, you're talking about somebody who is, thinks probably creatively, and feels as though that they are superior because of their creativity, and when you are, you know, 20, 21, and being told that everything you're doing is amazing by family and friends and other artists, and your precious you know, everything is just so wonderful. And then you're looking at everyone else. Well, if you're being told consistently that everything you do is amazing, then that must mean that you are amazing. And if nobody else is being told they're amazing, that means that they're not, and that makes you better then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that may be where some of this comes from. And if you have somebody who learns you know as far as the book smarts maybe in the process of learning and doing creative things she's also taking art history or fashion history classes or something like that and feeling like that gives her a step above the other girls mm-hmm. and feels as though you know which is stupid to do against somebody like detox i mean i've heard i've watched detox be interviewed talking about fashion and i'm blown away blown away by the amount of information she has but because there hasn't necessarily been a Chance for her to share how smart she is Mm -hmm. or for anybody else to share how smart they are in that regards. Mm -hmm. She feels as though, well, clearly I'm the superior one.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's and that's just one of those that we've, you know, I think back to when I first got out of school and was starting to work in the field of social work in the field of nonprofits. And I thought, well, I'm going to come in and just completely save the world. And I'm just going to blow everybody away with my compassion and my skills and my smart. And you learn very quickly, girl, you're just like everybody else making, you know, $18,000 a year, calm down. Yeah. But, you know, I was all very, you know, Norma Ray standing on my table, you know, with a piece of paper over my hand. It's, it just is, it's just one of those precious innocence and not really having life, not really knowing what it's like to live in the real world.
0: Now, they only touch on it here, and we're going to obviously get into detail about Monica Beverly Hills later, but w- just as a preview, Taylor, what were, what were your thoughts about how, you know, you were talking earlier about the, you know, the J. Joe Lee in the fat suit, and the, what other thing did you say was uh, sort of like antiquated? The tranny chaser. The song Trandy chaser. chaser. And I feel like the way the show handled Monica's secret was also antiquated. I think now it would be like, it's not a big fucking deal.
2: But... and well, the th- Yeah, but yeah. you figure she was one of the first, she was maybe the third girl that came out as trans on the series? Yeah, because who came out before her? There was Venus. Was it Venus? No, girl- not Venus. On, um, on,
0: during the show, while on the show?
2: Who was the one that came out the one that was on there was she on the – Sonique?
0: Oh, Sonique, thank,
2: Sonique, thank yeah, you, Sonique. Um, but that that seems like the you know she's she's really one of the first ones, and we have come we as a society. I feel as a society has come a long a long way from some of those thoughts with trans. I mean, even just the use of the word tranny chaser. Was still considered it was it was still considered humorous. Whereas as we said before, they could never get away with that playing that song on the show, let yeah. alone RuPaul recording it.
0: Yeah, and the and I, you know it, it clocked my I clocked it when I said they went Ooh, you got she male yeah, and I
2: was like oh they wouldn't you know <laughs> that's well whatever yeah. um I I think that the whole I I can't help but notice she looks like she has a secret she looks like she has something yeah. going on. that was ridiculous that that because i feel like with when you know the kind of the the, the example from season 6 would be trinity revealing her hiv status i feel mm-hmm. like that was done early on in the episode like they didn't mm-hmm. drag it out where it wasn't quite so salacious as they were trying to make it for um as they were trying to make monica's uh identity in the in this episode well you know so, what's so funny let, let alone when they talk about it on the runway but we'll talk about that
0: yeah you know later. you hit on a topic you know again I wonder how dated this will be in nine months or in the future when people listen to this. But maybe I'm just surra- not surrounded by it, but because I come from a community that talks about it all the time. Like, I've been seen in the news, you know, Jonathan Van Ness has just come out as HIV positive, And Danny from the real world New Orleans came out as HIV positive. And I'm like, I see it. I'm just like, okay. Who cares? Well- Right. Well, and
2: I, and I, well, I mean, I work in the HIV field. So yeah. it's, I think it's great that somebody like Jonathan from Queer Eye is open and talking about it. And it doesn't feel like there is the backlash or the stigma that you would have gotten a couple of years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's, it's still. You know, I I, I think that we, we kind of we all we have grown up. You and I grew up in a generation where we knew people from a very early age, we befriended people, or people that we hung out with
0: mm-hmm.
2: would eventually reveal that they were HIV. Oh yeah. And and it's it's anymore you've got and but so you've got kids now growing up or young people now that are growing up that have always lived in a world where there's been HIV. Mm-hmm. So it, to them, it doesn't quite have the shock as it did when say like, when like Rock Hudson had it and when, you know, other, I'm trying to think of people and of course nobody's coming to mind off the top of my head. Liberace. But certain people, yeah. Like Liberace where it was, you knew them before and after, mm-hmm. um, And, and just the backlash that their legacies received. I think, I think it's great that he is being so open and talking about this and just recognizing the importance of, of being so open. And I think, you know, kind of bringing it back to Monica, Mm -hmm. we've seen this a little bit with Peppermint. Mm -hmm. When Peppermint was, you know, on season nine Mm -hmm. and she, she came out as trans very early in the season, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that Deemed that big of a deal during this, during the season, it wasn't mm-hmm. quite so shocking. It was sort of like, oh, this is something that's, that's different about her. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we're starting to see that a little bit on, uh, shows like Dragula right now with, um, with Hollow Eve, whereas being the first a- a- AFib, fab
0: assigned female at birth.
2: Right, and you've even got on on Joe's favorite show, Camp Wanakiki. Oh, you heartache. have <laughs> you have somebody who is a trans female to male who also does drag. That I mean, there, there, you're starting to see where there's a little mm-hmm. bit more of something that's interesting to that. Whereas we may see that three, four, five seasons down the line for any of these shows, mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal. Much like with, whereas like when Ongina revealed her HIV status, yeah. compared yeah. to Trinity. It wasn't quite as shocking.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Agina hit was trying to kind of hide that a little bit, or whereas I feel like Trinity said, the reason I'm here is I want this to be a platform to show that HIV positive people can do this as well. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say Agina hit it, but it it was it was meant, it was made like there was a big reveal was made about it. All right,
0: you said it. Ongina hit it. All right, very good. <laughs> The next day, the cast enters the workroom, and this is the first time that we hear Roxy Detox in Alaska refer to themselves as Rolaska Talks. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini-challenge. Now, for today's mini-challenge,
1: you need to pucker up and impress me with the power of your (laughs) pie-ho. Now, using just your mouse... I want to see winning lip-sync performances of my songs, Shana Jaysa, Lady Boy, and Peanut Butter, all available on iTunes. (laughs) You'll be competing in three groups, and the best
0: lip-sync from each round will win. All right, group one consisted of Serena Cha-Cha, Jinx Monsoon, Honey Davenport, and Alaska uh, and Serena Cha-Cha was named the winner. Group two consisted of Lanesha Sparks, Jade Jolie, Monica Beverly Hills, and Detox, with Detox being named the winner. And finally, group three was Vivian Panay, Ivy Winters, Alyssa Edwards, Coco Matrice, and Roxy Andrews. And Ivy Winters was named the winner of that challenge. Um, all right. So, Taylor, your thoughts on the, you know, the, the Relaska talks and, and the mini challenge. I know you said you liked the mini challenge. What were your thoughts? I, I liked that it was something that was relatively
2: simple. Um, and it took, it involved talent. Mm-hmm. It was something where you could definitely see who, when, when they split everybody up into the teams of three, four, or five, or four yeah. or five, that you could tell some people really knew the words, whereas some people were just kind of, you know, flapping their lips, sort yeah. of thing. I do feel like Coco looked like she had been huffing silver paint, <laughs> where her her lipstick was. It was just she just like kind of slapped silver glitter on her mouth. I don't yeah. don't quite get what the point of that was, but um, it was it was fun. I, I
0: also didn't is Lady Boy considered offensive now? I I wouldn't say it because yeah. I feel it's almost both transphobic and uh racist against asian people i was gonna say
2: isn't it really kind of something that you used to talk about eight like thai boys or yeah, yeah so okay yeah the, the, it's both songs are, and i just don't like the song peanut butter i it's, i don't like no. it either no i just remember the video for that is ju- it's just like twinks chirking. oh wait what i gotta go <laughs> and it's it's very much on a green screen mm-hmm. and it just looks super low rent to me and i just remember thinking like oh god did, did she have to do this like did she have to pay off a a tax bill or something because all it's those just early a, videos look rent. all those no but this videos. isn't an early video this is one of these where she had started making videos where like the end of the season yeah you know i mean th- they're not great but this one is this one looks like it was made for about 25 dollars
0: have you seen Cover Girl?
2: I love the video for Cover Girl, Do you yes, really? I know with that stupid Cover Lucian Cover Piana. Is so Piano After Piani? Effects, <laughs> yeah, with Lucian Piana doing that, like
0: Cover Girl, put the <laughs> bass in, your, in your and like walk. and like, look, Lucian Piana is an attractive man, but at that time he was very twinky looking, and yeah. they're trying to make him like this butt, and you're like, mm. <laughs> but he has, but he has on a
2: uh, overalls and a kerchief.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to be like, straight, <laughs> like Cover Girl. And you're like, ooh. It's and, he,
2: and he's, you know, punching the side of the gas pump. Oh, is he? Yeah.
0: I don't remember that part. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what did you think of the way th- – do you think – I was thinking this, and I still think this, that those – that how well they lip-synced was irrelevant. RuPaul knew who she was going to pick. They wanted those people to be team captains for a reason. Uh, No, because I
2: feel like especially – with when you go back and watch some of the other performers, uh-huh. they are they they seem like and when they have them all four together, mm-hmm. they are definitely the strongest. They they are oh, some really? of the strongest performers. The only other one that I would say I felt was really good would be Alyssa, mm-hmm. where Alyssa was really good with the words. A couple of other people were not good at all.
0: But this detox was already doing that chin thing that she did.
2: Yeah, I noticed this was the first time. I didn't I didn't remember her doing the chin thing. Up to this point, I always remember that being the "Take Me Home," the "Take Me Home" lip sync. But uh, yeah, not, 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 not great. But I, I mean, I, I, I love, I love me some detox. So I was glad she was a team captain.
0: All right, next, RuPaul announced this week's main challenge. For this week's main challenge, it's going to be a lip sync extravaganza. Yay. You'll be taking classic
1: moments from the history of Drag Race and recreating them in your own scene-stealing viral videos. <laughs> Serena Cha-Cha, Detox, and Ivy Winters, your team captains.
0: All right, actually, the teams broke down as follows. On Team Serena, you had Roxy Andrews, Alyssa Edwards, Jinx Monsoon, and Jay Jolie. Uh, team Detox, you had Alaska, Monica Beverly Hills, and Coco Montrese. And on Team Ivy Winters, you had Lanasia Sparks, Vivian Panay, and honey, mahogany, Taylor. What were your thoughts on the way these teams broke down? Specifically, let's talk about Team Serena. But uh, how did you think how the teams broke down?
2: Well, I mean, I I think I thought the teams were really the the teams were stronger. I mean, mm-hmm. the team that I thought was going to be the weakest actually was the, the strongest mm-hmm. with um with Ivy and Linasia and Vivian and I can't remember who you said the other person is that
0: fast. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's Ivy, Vivian, Honey, and Lanesha.
2: and Honey. Yeah, I thought I thought they did really really great considering they're sort of people that are for- forgettable this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not the big personalities,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but um, I thought I thought I guess my concern was, and this sort of goes back to again made this a dangerous episode yeah. when when Detox and Alaska decided that they were going to switch off and that. Alaska was going to be fifi and which I thought was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I thought it was definitely a great idea, especially considering the comments of that she's a knockoff Sharon Needles. Mm-hmm. It would have been easy, I think, for Alaska to play Sharon.
0: Which she the, did during that untucked lip sync thing. When yeah. The, yeah. But but yeah, but during the actual piece, she did not play Sharon. But during the actual piece was the makeup kind of racist was that sort of like i was worried about that brown beauty? face yeah I th- it, here's the here's why i think it wasn't even though i could see someone raising this thing about it now is she was making fun of the fact that fifi uses a lot of bronzer and a fake tan so that, but it did it did come close to being sort of blackface-ish. Yeah. and i think that's why they put the quote in of alaska explaining why she was doing that makeup
2: yeah yeah, no, there was definitely when she was talking about it, I didn't think much about it, but then the first time they showed her I was like, "Ooh, that's yeah. not that's that again. That wouldn't fly that wouldn't fly 6 years later."
0: No, it wouldn't. Now, you know what? I I don't have a note here, but there's nowhere else where we talk about it. Let's go down how they break it up and talk about those cast assignments. Now, Team Serena, they were doing season 3. And they did a conversation between Raja and Delta, and uh, Serena and Jade, respectively, played the characters. What did you think of that casting there? I didn't quite understand the casting
2: of Jade, other than it felt like a – Jade clearly felt like an afterthought, and it showed. I mean, to have Jade be Delta didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know that scene.
0: I don't know that scene either, but I don't really know season – I never watched season three untucked.
2: Yeah, I mean I know I know the you could never have be a sugar you could never get a sugar daddy but I could because I am what's sickening. Yeah. I know that that's the only that's the only scene from that season that I know. Yeah. So I didn't really the point of reference didn't feel I wasn't emotionally invested in it like I was some of the other ones.
0: I feel, you know, over the years different scenes have become more like in other words, probably now they would be the who the fuck is heather. Yeah. You know, that probably, like a Stacey Lane Matthews scene would have probably been one. Uh, yeah. But at that time, Stacey Lane Matthews wasn't as iconic as she is now. What about Shangela, Mimi, and Mariah? That was Alyssa as Shangela, Jinx Monsoon as Mimi I'm first, and Roxy as Mariah Balenciaga. Uh, what did you think of, I couldn't even tell you what happened. Oh, no, no, I love that scene. And they did a truncated version of that speech, which I thought was an odd choice. I would have loved to have seen the whole Shangela speech.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, are we talking about the actual scenes now or are we just just talking about just the casting, the casting? I I thought that, you know, Alyssa made the statement of, well, I'm the one that put Shangela in drag for the first time. So I want to do that. It made sense. Uh, did anyone
0: see Shangela in season two? I would not brag about that.
2: (laughs) Um, you know, I think the jinx as Mimi made sense because they're both sort of oddball theater kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Roxy didn't seem like she had anything to really do in that no, episode, no, but no. I guess they were figuring maybe just the, the dark and the curves and the, and the real feminine. They figured that would be a stuff good that match.
0: They cut. There could be stuff that we we didn't see that they cut. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Team detox. Uh, did they did season four? LaShawn beyond and Jiggly Caliente with Coco on and Monica Beverly Hills. Coco and LaShawn beyond. I'm surprised. Well, I don't know. LaNation was great, but that was a perfect casting. Like she was that almost the That identical. was perfect,
2: perfect casting. Yeah. Yes,
0: and the fact that she she met. I, okay, we're gonna talk
2: a little bit about the scene, but we're gonna yeah. come back to it. The fact that do she's you able to talk like, about the
0: scenes now. Should we just talk about the scenes now?
2: No, we will follow okay. the thing. But just, I just want to make this one statement: the fact that she stays on with that and she does it, and her lips actually match up with. Her. I was just like, damn! And she very animated and very, but she's also somebody that does these huge does these huge stadiums or these huge theaters yeah. in Las Vegas. So she knows to perform for the back of the room. And you could definitely tell with her facial expe- facial features and her body language, she was definitely doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and then uh, uh, Monica Beverly Hills was, yeah, whatever. Then you had Detox versus Alaska which for, as Sharon and Fifi, Detox playing Sharon Needles and Alaska playing Fifi O'Hare. Great casting? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are we losing you, Taylor? Do we need to do a head, shoulders, knees, and toes? All right. Team Ivy was season two. (laughs) Team Ivy was season two. Uh, It was Morgan versus Mystique, and it was Ivy Winters versus Honey Mahogany for that scene. Good casting there? Uh, Ivy's good casting for Morgan. Um, I think
2: very good casting for for Morgan. And I also think that Honey i honey was pretty good this this episode, I thought, and mm-hmm. I thought the the makeup that she was deciding to do was really good because mm-hmm. Mystique has that very severe
0: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
2: contouring with a charcoal yeah. per kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I thought that she did a great job of of definitely portraying that. So and I then, thought when they were figuring – with the exception of Jade, everybody seemed very, I want this, I want this, I want this. And nobody seemed to argue about any of their casting.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. So and then for Ta- Tyra Sanchez versus Tatiana, it was Lanesha as Tyra Sanchez and Vivian as Tatiana. Uh, look, she was being weird during rehearsal. But Lanesha's as Tyra, she looked almost exactly like her. Yes.
2: Yes. I think as far as from a looks perspective, both of them I thought yeah. really – it it was that was good casting because they both they both definitely fit the, the
0: facial features of, mm-hmm. of those queens. Yeah, very well. They could fit could it very well. All right, back in the workroom, the girls are working on their scenes. Alaska's excited to play Fifi O'Hara and Linnae Chef Sparks is getting on Vivian Panay's nerves with the odd choices she's making as Tyra Sanchez. During the table visits with Rue Jade reveals to Rue that it wasn't her choice to play Delta. Rue is unimpressed with Serena's characterization of Raja. Lanesha acts weird and Monica shares that she has a lot going on in her head. All right, Taylor. Uh, let's, let's break this down a little bit here. No one cares about Alaska being excited. Great for her. But, yeah. um, Lanesha Sparks getting on Vivian Pene's nerves. She was making some very weird choices as Tyra yeah. Sanchez. There was the whole. Uh, like she couldn't do the speech and she didn't know her lines and then they're the table and then she was doing these weird choices. Thoughts there? Yeah, it, th- that whole thing was
2: very odd um, and I, I didn't quite get, I, I guess the whole thing of where you're going to at least pretend that you're trying to lip sync mm-hmm. when they hit play and she's just sort of staring at the screen and Rue is mm-hmm. leaning over looking like, I'm not seeing your lips move. Yeah, You know, just... Say, you know, ju- just even if it's where you're just mouthing, making your, you know, elbows, raspberries, elbows, raspberries, whatever it is that you have to say to make it look like you're literally moving. Elbows,
0: removing. raspberries. What are you talking about? I don't
2: about? know. I mean, just... like
0: watermelon, watermelon?
2: Or like watermelon, watermelon, yeah.
0: Rhubarb, rhubarb, so,
2: rhubarb, rhubarb.
0: You know what's rubar. funny is Evil John, John Paul, my friend's boy, uh, boyfriend of, I don't know, how, if some people have him for 20 years, are you boyfriend still? Anyway, he's an extra in movies. He mm-hmm. talks about I I I didn't realize that those extras in the background they're good at looking like they're talking. He said they're just not saying anything because yeah. some scenes some scenes you can talk some scenes you can't and so they're just mm-hmm. pretending. I'm like wow I always thought they were really talking. No, anyway. you just sort of have to. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> we'll, go on. I interrupted you over there.
2: That's okay. Uh, I I can see where it could have turned out that Lanesha really kind of screwed the pooch, but yeah.
0: It is one of those classic she, I mean, she
2: she was she was a method actress I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh just one of those classic uh, drag race uh, bait and switches. Okay, what about now do you really care about Jade not being, like she didn't pick Delta work? Like at some point someone's going to get the shit end of the stick. You're not going to get the character you want. Right. Um, and that and that's a standard drag race trope of somebody arguing that they want to
2: be whether they want to be Black China on the one season yeah. or they want to be a different character, or they want something, and somebody's not everybody's going to get what they want all the time. I can't think of an episode where everybody had got the part or the song or the outfit that they mm-hmm. wanted to wear. So okay. it makes sense that there was somebody, especially when you consider everybody else seemed genuinely excited. Like the other 12 girls all seemed genuinely excited to mm-hmm. be the parts, get the parts that they wanted.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So someone's gonna get the shit in the second to point it. Um, all right. Now, um, and then, yeah. LaNation's acting weird. Monica shares she's like going in her head. Who cares? All right. It's elimination day, and the girls are getting ready for the runway. Relaska talks answers once again with that fuckocker. Relaska talks. I'm already tired of it. And then Monica Beverly Hills breaks down because of her secret. You know, Coco Montrese comforts her and whatnot. Any big? I mean, we've already have we discussed the Monica Beverly Hills thing. We're, we're going to obviously really get into it. A very very short elimination day sequence. There wasn't really much to it. This all felt like it was one day. <laughs> it really did.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it it feels like sometimes when they get these challenges, it feels like they do the mini challenge and then they get the. They, they. It, it feels like I guess maybe because the the, the episodes are so bloated now, mm-hmm. it almost feels like they get the challenge, they get the scripts, and then they go home, like where they rehearse, and then the next day they go home and they film it, and then the day after that is when they do the runway looks.
0: Um, I I know in the old days there were certain days, and this could be one of them where they did do it all in one, right? And this, well, I mean they were all putting on their makeup. When they were talking to Rue. Yeah.
2: And it seemed like the clothes were the same and everything was. So I really, it feels like they probably did all this in one day. They
0: could have done it in two, though. If you think about it, they do the live, they do the, they film the viral videos, go home, come back the next day, put on their makeup, do the runway.
2: Oh, no, that's what I'm assuming happened. I mean, as far as from the, from the minute Rue announces what the challenge is till the time they go home that oh, night, they, yeah. they've, completed, they've completed the challenge. And then that gives that gives the crew a chance to edit together the best. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I for sure think they did from the morning till the night they did. They completed the viral video in one day for sure. percent. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because you would think if they didn't, the girls would have all night to, to rehearse those lip syncs. Yeah, and they'd be better at it. All right, now it's time for the looks. Uh, Taylor, what do you got for us? All right, so you said that you would like for us to do the top and bottom looks. Is that correct? I never said that. What are you talking about? You said come I thought up we were going to a- do all fourteen looks. <sighs> kidding, kidding. No, I was <laughs> saying like, yeah, choose two or three of your top, and if any of the 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 two or three of the bottom. Okay. So which would you want to do first? Bottom Let's looks do or tops. top looks? Let's do the top looks. Okay. Yeah.
2: So my number one look of the week would be detox. Really interesting. Yes. about Detoxes, it. Detox is where she kind of had a Morticia Adams. Oh, with yes, the big, yes. With the tool uh-huh. with the big shoulder pads and it flared out at the bottom. And she had a big headdress with a, t- with a tight black short mm-hmm. um, with a bob. I j- just – everything about this just screamed glamour to me. Mm-hmm. It screamed top drag it's an iconic look, even if it's because of that's the outfit that she's wearing when she says I have had it officially. Yeah. Um, but I this would that was my favorite look. Do you want to go back and forth as to say who favorite no, looks let's are? Do the you tops.
0: To... Okay.
2: Um my other look, which I also feel is kind of an iconic look from the season, would be Roxy Andrews with the fringe. Okay. Where Santino referred to it as Chewbacca and Drag. Yeah. Um I thought she looked really sexy in that. I think I Roxy as A thick girl Mm -hmm. definitely has some very, very sexy looks to me. Very curvy, very um, uh, voluptuous, and I thought she looked really, really pretty here. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say for my last of my top three looks, uh, I have a couple of fours here. You know what? I like Jade Jolie's ringmaster look. Oh, interesting. You're not usually a big Jade Jolie fan. I'm not, and I I had totally forgot about this look, and I feel like, again, it's still really dramatic, and it's still – you know, over the top, but there's a refinement to it. and I mm-hmm. thought she looked older
0: mm-hmm.
2: with the hair and everything. But I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. she looked she looked glamorous to me, mm-hmm. whereas normally she looks kind of like Lisa Frank threw up all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and i I really kind of like that. It reminded me sort of of the Britney Spears circus like that video oh, that yeah. might have been kind of what she was going for with that. But I thought the look itself was a was a great, great look.
0: All right, so now it's time for the bottoms, Taylor. Oh, I'm am the only one doing tops and bottoms. Oh yeah, no, I,
2: I didn't even look at the looks. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, okay, so the one of the bottom looks that I had was Jinx, Jinx Monsoon.
0: Oh, I really?
2: yeah i did i did not like it it was it was a white floor length dress mm-hmm. and i thought it, and it had a couple of flourishes down up at the top at the bottom mm-hmm. but i thought it looked bad i thought her makeup was horrible has jinx had a nose job since season five? Oh, i don't, I don't know okay because we, we started watching those cool mom
0: videos that okay. she does All right. and
2: her nose definitely looks slightly different but i'm wondering if she's just gotten better at contouring
0: maybe she had a deviated septum taylor Maybe mm-hmm. I don't
2: know, I don't know what a deviated septum is, so
0: oh it's it's like you know it's the way you get medical insurance to pay for your nose job. The doctor says you have a deviated septum. oh,
2: okay, yeah. um another look that was horrible was Monica Beverly Hills. I thought it oh, was God, yeah, no, no. it was not polished at all mm-hmm. i i I get if if she had done something to it, I don't know what. It, she would have looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it felt very extra in a Beyonce video, like mm-hmm. a bad Beyonce video. Yeah. And and just not not really good. Mm-hmm. And my other number one, or I, the other one I gave a one to, yeah. one of my least favorite. And this may be controversial. All right. I, hated, I hated Alaska's look. The I black know. mini with the... With the for uh, she had like kind of like a furry jacket on, mm-hmm. and she had a tall, almost like she kind of had an Amy Winehouse look to her. Mm-hmm. I I thought that her makeup wasn't good, and I thought the look was very plain and very pedestrian. Uh huh.
0: Let me. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna look at the look here. I'm gonna look at this look that you're talking about because I did I did I was joking when I said I didn't look at the look segment. I did look at the look, but I didn't memorize it or any. I didn't do anything crazy like that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull up because you know everyone should know. I write a script and then I link to the looks in the script. And uh, so now I'm going to hit that link right now and go to this look here. So you're saying Alaska. You didn't like that look. I did not like Alaska's look. Okay, here we go. Let's go to n- number two here. Alaska. Oh, it's the first one. Oh, you know, I like it. it seems You know, I'm surprised because it seems very Jersey. No, yeah, I mean, you By would the think way, I I've would I've never like been to but... New Jersey. No,
2: I can see where it might be it might be some South Jersey nightclub, some Cherry Hill, serving some Cherry Hill realness, mm-hmm. but I it's just not I guess it I guess it's feels very baby Alaska to me. And I've gotten used to Alaska's really kind of glowing up as far as how much better she looks now. So maybe I'm holding I'm holding a candle to the to what she is now and kind of dismissing what she wore during the season. I I feel like I'm doing the same thing with Jinx. I mean, we've, we're two episodes in and I'm not really liking either Jinx's Mm -hmm. looks where I feel like there's times now that Jinx really looks great. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. All right, very good. All right, it's time for the viral videos. After the girls walked the runway, we got to see a heavily edited version of their viral videos. The two stand up performances are Lenacia Sparks as Tyra Sanchez and Alaska and Detox as Sharon in Alaska. Serena also stands out as Raja, but for all of the wrong reasons. Taylor, your thoughts on the viral videos? I thought that
2: um, Alyssa was great. Mm -hmm. I thought Alyssa as Shangela was great. I didn't get the – I as I said before, I didn't get why they had to have Delta eating a piece of chicken. That just seemed a and little I – think,
0: I think Kristen Johnson makes the same point during the deliberations. Yeah, but she seems to think it's great. She thinks it's really funny. Like she thinks – No, what? no, I thought she was saying that, that the fat suit and the piece of chicken were like a little on the nose and, and not that funny. Oh, okay. I
2: I read that as that she thought it was funny, but
0: oh, okay. I could be I could be wrong. I would only have no I, the,
2: when you say on the nose like that. I do remember her saying that, so maybe it was a little over over the top. Yeah. Um, I didn't quite get the I didn't quite get the um why the cough With like she, Serena. She, she, I didn't Serena, I didn't
0: understand what she was doing. I didn't yeah, what, I, I didn't
2: understand what the choices were. Yeah, I didn't get that, but I did think. And again, this goes back to before the polish really is set. Mm -hmm. The look on Rue's face after they show that video where she, and she kind of does the, okay, Uh like where she just looks absolutely, she looks angry Uh (laughs) that they wasted time on that. And Uh that's something that you don't see her do. She's a little bit more like, you know, they always cut to her when a girl takes off their wig during the lip sync. And she always seems very poised and very, I'm going to stare, but I'm not going to show, but I'm doing it all with my eyes. Mm -hmm. Whereas this was her whole face looking at the screen going, well, that was just a shit sandwich.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the real RuPaul coming out there. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it. I kind of blew my load when we were talking about the teams. Um, In that, like, look, I'll go go through. Let me go through the teams here. Hold on. I have my notes here. Okay. Let me see here uh raja and delta that was a fucking train wreck you know jay jolie should thank her stars that she was in that scene with uh, serena because serena just took away all the the attention because jay jolie wasn't that great either yeah um shangela mimi and mariah i wasn't as impressed um i would thought Alyssa would have done a better uh shangela i don't know what roxy was doing with mariah oh jinx's mimi was great i thought that was fantastic that was so funny well, she wait. looks like she's gonna throw up the entire time. She's, I know, she but talking. I just thought it was so funny. This is when Jinx, I like when Jinx does random characters. All right, D- mm-hmm. team detox season four. Lashawn Beyond and Jiggly Caliente. I think, and I, I think she got some credit on the main stage, but Coco was so good as Lashawn Beyond. I mean, she Coco had, looked amazing. She I thought it was Lashawn Beyond. I was like, that's Lashawn Beyond. It, I mean, it was yeah. literally it. And uh, Monica Beverly Hills was just whatever as Jiggly Caliente. I mean, like, it was, she wasn't as bad as Serena, but. It wasn't very good. But Uh, but, but there wasn't
2: anybody that was really worse than her.
0: Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I feel Detox carried the Sharon versus Fifi. I don't think Alaska was very good. She didn't know the word. She was trying to cover it up. I didn't think the kissing at the end was that funny. I, I didn't think it was as great as the judges did.
2: Well, but I think it was just supposedly shocking because of the relationship between Sharon and Fifi on season four. I think that's what they were going for for that. And I I think that kiss is what saved Alaska. I agree with you. She wasn't great in that. I think Alaska, I think Detox did much better.
0: Yeah. Uh, And Team Ivy, Morgan versus Mystique. It was good. It was very. Good. I it thought fucking, Honey was, was really good. I thought Ivy was really good. They were both really, yeah. really good, and it made but, sense. Well, they, they both were, but I
2: was, I was, I was pleasantly impressed. Honey is Honey again is one of those queens I forget about until they show her, yeah. and you can see at least for this with this why they picked her to be one of the contestants. Yeah, for, with this challenge.
0: And then Tyra versus Tatiana. I mean, Lanesha won for it, but she just had that like sleepy. I'd look that tyra has she just nailed yeah. it she nailed it
2: well and i mean i also feel like she was good because tyra talks tyra just loads her words so Lenaisha really didn't necessarily need
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: to enunciate yeah she just sort of could just kind of you know mumble her mumble her words and it still would match up with what with what tyra was saying yeah but still, but I mean, she looked like her, and she had that disinterested look in her face, and I thought it was great. I didn't understand the head the weird head banging thing when they were
0: yeah i, I they were rehearsing the
2: they were talking about that she was looking for attention, and i it just felt very special needs kid that is, is suddenly distracting. I'm wondering distracted.
0: If, if Tyra was doing something a lot more subtle in the real thing than maybe like listening to her song or something and Lanesha was just taking over the top. I don't know. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was very odd. All right. On the main stage, most of the girls... Uh, got high to mixed reviews except for serena cha-cha and monica beverly hills as the judges critique monica rupaul does that terrible acting thing where she pretends to be in the dark yet knows the right questions to ask monica breaks down and confesses she's trans rupaul gives her a pep talk and then places her in the bottom two okay i want to stop right here now you have a choice here i'm gonna gonna have a choice i have the entire uh moment if you want to hear that uh, I also have, though, a little piece that I made uh, that didn't come out as well as I wanted to, but it could be interesting The entire moment of I have a secret? Yeah
2: <laughs> Yes, because I definitely wanted to talk about that
0: Okay, so what I'm going to play, if you want me to pause unless I think of a pause, put your finger up and I'll see it on the video All Okay, right, here we go Monica, tell me, what's on your
1: mind?
3: <laughs> it's true what you're saying There is a lag going through my head I feel I'm not here <laughs> I've just been holding a secret in and trying so
2: hard. And what secret? Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? What secret? Well, th- th- that is some of the worst editing <laughs> because it just, fe- it just feels like she's been waiting on her tippy toes be- mm-hmm. under the desk, like, mm-hmm. we, we got to get her to talk about this. We got to get her to talk about this. And it's which, as soon as she heard secret, I was like, what's your secret? Yeah, what did you? <laughs> uh huh. It's it's not. She she kind of uh, played her hand a little too quick. This this RuPaul, and uh, it's it's. It, it came off especially now because we know she loves that sort of shit she, she lives it. for she that lives shit for yeah. watching that now watching this now where the, there was still an innocence to when we were watching this back yeah. in two thousand three, like oh is Rue's concerned R- yeah. Ruth wants to make sure that these girls are okay she doesn't know what, what she's, she's not spitting them up she's not chewing them up and spitting them out no no, no. no she cares about them here, here she's their champion she's their advocate here we go I'm not just a drag queen, I'm a transgendered woman. <gasps> I feel like I'm not being myself. <laughs>
1: Every day is hard. I invited you here because you were fierce. You deserve to be here, and that's why you're here. You have to believe in yourself, and the only person who does not believe is you. Stay strong, Monica Beverly Hills. I will. I think she's
0: here now. I think you're here too. It felt good to say that. All right, so I made this little piece here. Spoiler alert.
2: I feel like I'm not being myself. Every day is
1: hard. I invited you here because you were fierce. You deserve to be here. And that's why you're here. You have to believe in yourself. And the only person who does not believe is you. Stay strong,
0: Monica Beverly Hill. Coming up, Monica. Now, sashay away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because ne- I-, I couldn't get the Monica going smoothly in that edit. But the very next episode, and they did this last time too with uh, with Trinity, right? Like the next episode, they go home after right. they reveal well, no, their that big wasn't secret. after Trinity
2: revealed she was HIV. That was after she had her whole. I'm so proud of you. I'm just I'm so proud uh, of oh, she yeah. when she killed it at the the comedy the challenge thing. and oh. then the next one you're out
0: yeah the ne- uh, same thing here like monica says she's she's uh trans and it's like oh i love you we love you monica i'm
2: Cut your to- mommy now
0: yeah coming up <laughs> next episode monica beverly hills sachet away <laughs> sachet away um i think the support
2: that rue gives it sounds like she's giving a little bit of tough love there, mm-hmm. which I don't know that Monica needed it in that way. I think the part that bothered me was the Kristen, J- Kristen Johnson doing the whole, there she is. That's the one that <laughs> that's the, that's the girl that we all know yeah. from the last 15 minutes that, yeah. that, you know, that that I hadn't seen before in my entire life. There, yeah. that, there's something about that. That's a little bit gross. Um, I think that the part this, uh, the part that really sort of impressed me about this was the support, the seemed like the genuine support she got from all the girls in the Untucked Lounge. Mm-hmm. And when she was talking about it, the things that they were saying to her were very, seemed very genuine and mm-hmm. seemed very compassionate. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them almost seemed, particularly I kind of remember Detox seeming very maternal. Yeah towards her and it was really very a very pretty thing and the weird thing is though at one point like serena seems really supportive to monica Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking to myself i know how this episode ends with monica standing over screaming at her so i mean that was a little odd but that that part of it i thought was really nice because it didn't feel that felt very much like that was not for the cameras Yeah, at least the support they were giving it wasn't a who which of us can give her the pearl the biggest pearl of wisdom yeah. that's going to read real well with the audience it felt like everybody was je- like they almost forgot the cameras were there mm-hmm.
0: well the other thing is that um that you know they probably RuPaul didn't talk to drag queens to you no know, trans people you know mm-hmm. I almost said something to make you mad but um but these girls do know trans people, you know, yeah. they're out there in the world, working in the drag queen world and working. Out, they know people who are trans. And so they know how it's not a big deal to them. They know how to talk to them. They know how to comfort her. All yeah. right. So Lanesha Sparks is named the winner of the challenge, but it's Serena Cha-Cha and Monica Beverly Hills who are forced to go head to head in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song Only Girl in the World, ironically, by Rihanna. In the end, Monica survives to see exactly one Okay. Monica survives to see exactly one more episode and Serena Chacha, much to the delight of the other girls, is asked to sashay away. Taylor the boy, any final thoughts on the episode?
2: The lip sync between Serena and Monica was more about technique versus passion um because Serena was all about look I know the words. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know she's very mouth heavy in that yeah. of where she's definitely showing that she's enunciating, but she's not doing anything interesting with her body, whereas it mm-hmm. felt like Monica was feeling it, yeah, and Monica was definitely getting into the emotion of it and it f- it feels like Monica was using that as a way to escape a little a little bit of the the trials and tribulations of the last couple of hours when they were talking about you know deliberation and that kind of thing. So watching Monica perform was very enjoyable was it one of my favorite lip syncs ever but you could definitely you could see her feeling the music more than than serena was yeah you know and i feel like serena realized that serena at the end of it did the you know bowing and like pointing to this is your this is the winner i clearly i clearly i'm out Mm -hmm. at that point i almost wonder if because of the fight
0: she realized that she wasn't ready for this and sort of gave up Serena does a lot of bowing, though, I'll be honest with you. When RuPaul says, you know, congratulations, Serena cha for, you know, winning that lip sync, and she bows. Like a big dramatic bow. Yeah, but this
2: was this was a bow. This was similar to what I feel Thorgy did with Chi-Chi, with the end I'm telling you, where at one point I think Thorgy knew, especially after all of the beads broke, mm-hmm. that she, she she was out. Mm -hmm. She had lost at that point and she kind of raises up Chi Chi's hand and she sort of points to her like, this is the clear winner Mm that I got the same vibe from that, from this lip sync as I did with that lip sync back from season eight.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, I have no final thoughts on the episode, but you know what we do have Taylor. I mean, this episode of untucked is one of the most iconic untucked episodes of all time. And I pulled, so it begins with a, with the gold bar and the, the you know, even the, the winning team, Team Ivy is some of the most boring queens on the show. Uh-huh. So there's not much that happens in the first half of the show. Right. Then they bring in the other girls and then uh, a big chunk of the remaining time is with Monica and her revelation that she's trans and the girls are supporting her. And then there's a message from her mom and she breaks down and all that, right? That's compelling. But yeah, you want to say something? You had something to say there, Taylor? Okay. And this is where
2: I'm talking about where I almost want to call – this sort of feeds into the thought that Bianca had about Laganja having an act. Because after Monica watches the video, she makes two statements, Uh one of which is – I've waited 27 years for this, mm-hmm. which is something similar to what um, Laganja, Laganja says. And then she says something like, she says something along the lines of, it's not, this is my moment, but she says something that Laganja almost quotes verbatim yeah. that I, because we, we I, you and I dissected that whole yeah. thing before oh my God. Yeah. that I remember thinking like, oh my God, this is this, You know, this is the evidence. This is right here where when Bianca called Laganja on that, this -hmm. is is kind of where this comes from.
0: Well, I think what you're trying to say is that this episode rhymes with that episode. Yes, yes. And there is a definite arc
2: to that that I feel like – but the difference is that – it felt very much like Monica's reaction to the video mm-hmm. seemed very genuine. She she was super vulnerable and yes. super raw yes. at that point. Yes. Whereas I feel like Laganja realized when it was her parents, like, this is my shot. This I is my Monica to...
0: Beverly Hills moment.
2: Yeah, this is my Monica Beverly Hills moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, that is a very good point. But then, but Taylor, we're not here for that. <laughs> we are here, and like, literally, it, it goes so smoothly from the Monica moment, and you're going to actually hear the very tail end of that, right into this fight. Roxy makes a very funny joke, and that kicks off a chain of events, which, by the way, I'm going to call bullshit on the editors. There's some very, very All-Stars 1, untucked, uh, shady-level editing. Right. But and this also speaks to mm-hmm. the the joke was
2: made after the video about a, a queen a mm-hmm. villain mm-hmm. I.E Laganja, and they do the long overextended oh, yeah. edit laugh which then pisses off and then the focus then turns on that queen that's there is the use that you said there's a rhyme there mm-hmm. there's a definite there's a definite rhyme there's a definite yeah. sequence the only thing missing would be you know Alyssa throwing her head back in slow motion like they yeah. did with Bianca with the laugh mm-hmm. that's like the only thing missing from that particular part of it
0: yeah you and can I feel hear like
2: repeat. Yeah. And there's part of me that feels like in the beginning of this, that it was, it did feel like a gang up on Serena. And there was part of me for a brief moment that felt slightly sad for Serena, because I think this is where Serena realized I'm not in the right element here. This, this isn't where I belong whether she thought she was above it or not strong enough, but she realized that there wasn't going to be match, and I feel like that's why she lashed out she did with the read a book, stop with mm-hmm. the ghetto talk, that kind of yeah. thing. All right, here we go.
3: Because you guys are really our
1: talented ass group, but you're here with us, yeah, so, so are you. Yeah. We're all in the same caliber,
0: except for Serena. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't feel the laugh really went this long. I feel no, like no, it, it, it clearly
2: did it. And if yeah. it did, then they are all starved for humor because yeah. that, it wasn't that funny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> guys, guys. No. I request the floor, ladies. But I'll defend myself a little bit. No, I'll defend myself a little bit. Hey, guys, guys. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> bitch, set your ass down and shut the hell up, bitch.
0: See, I think that that has to do with some other conversation. Right and
2: that's th- that is the first thing that I wrote is the edit in the beginning of the joke it felt very it, it didn't necessarily help because if she's saying okay let me defend myself and then you've got somebody standing up screaming, I going to be bitch sit your ass down when Serena hasn't necessarily done anything at this point it just feels like it just feels like a weird edit. and then when she lets out the she lets out the yell and Coco's response they, it doesn't, they don't, it doesn't match. They don't match up. It doesn't match. And
0: it also doesn't match with Alyssa's personality. Later on, and you'll hear it. There's a part where Serena is apologizing, and Alyssa is like, "Come on, guys, she's apologizing," which seems much more real, Alyssa. I, I, I don't see Alyssa as like a, a jump on, you know, and beat some. up. Yeah. I, I feel that they were having some other hilarious conversation, and they were teasing somebody, and she said that. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> See, that no sounds very hard. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God.
0: May I? May I?
3: I request the floor. See,
0: there's a lot of really shady editing there. It seems like choppy. What's
3: happening in the gold bar? Can I go to the gold
1: bar, please?
3: Can I say this? I feel as a leader, you picked the right people for your team. But what you did not do was... You knew she was the choreographer and the dancer got her own damn studio. You should have said, I ain't got nothing to do with the dance. Alyssa, take care of the dance. Uh, Roxy, you got the look. Make sure everybody' makeup is right because your mug is always right and your hair's sickening. <laughs> I'm going to sit back here and take these three lines, lay my ass up, and when we hit the top and they say y'all have won, I'm going to say I was the captain of the Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah!
0: <laughs> So everyone who's who, who never heard of it before, they're, they're just gearing up right here. But I think Coco makes a very interesting point, a point well, we made and, earlier, yeah. And this also kind of brings to the
2: fact that th- – this kind of goes back to that speaking about that apparently where I feel as though the whole thing between Alyssa and Coco is, is – done for dramatic purposes versus being genuine because as she's talking as Coco's talking alyssa's response to that is not while she's right she would not be giving her the support the yeah. the getter jade that she that she would be where she was all like what the high- five and do all that kind yeah. of stuff or where she was super excited if there's this genuine animosity between the two of you you don't respond in that way mm-hmm. all right here we go <laughs> You called me old the other day. I
3: may be old. And I may have a lot of surgery to make this mug look young. But I'm wise, baby. Whatever. Coco, what did you think being on their team? Did you think it was a cute Girl, idea? thank
0: God. <laughs> yeah, like At this point, I don't even know what they're... I mean, I know what they're talking about. But it's not germane to any conversation. It's yeah. just like words. Like, I, like, why did Coco just stand up and start attacking uh, Serena like yeah. if you think about it, from what we've heard so far I think there's a lot of stuff missing from what we would heard for what we heard so far um uh, uh Roxy makes a joke about Serena everyone's yeah. laughing Serena says let me talk no one lets her talk at this point and then hmm. Coco just starts yelling at her for no reason whatsoever yeah. <laughs> and and Alyssa's yelling at her and everyone's yelling, laughing at her but like she hasn't actually spoken now look everyone should know if you haven't heard this she is gonna talk <laughs> But I feel that either thing, what might have happened is a lot of things happened very quickly and then they spread it out after mm-hmm. she started talking. But we'll see. Here we go. You
3: want to be on Ivy's day one, girl? Oh. Hell. to the mouth.
0: No. No. These girls. Who's doing that sound, by the way? I don't know. It kind of sounds like detox
2: that might like, be detox. Yeah. We argued about anything.
0: No, I was the team leader, and
1: yeah. I won the challenge as well. But I made sure that my team was comfortable with what I wanted to do, and that I was comfortable with what they wanted to do. We, it was a huge collaboration. So they
3: effort. were comfortable with you outshining them.
0: Dum dum dum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, even understand wait, that wait. comment. Yeah.
2: So, so is the point of that? Trying to get in Serena's head at this point, because at this point we haven't seen detox other than doing the cackle laugh, Mm -hmm. say anything that would cause Serena to go for detox. So is this a situation in which Serena's thinking is I'm going to deflect the attention to where I'm going to say something to get everybody off of my back and onto detoxes?
0: I don't know what, what the I'm, point not is. Saying, I'm not saying a weird, it's a well thought out plan. I I don't know. It it it's such a bizarre statement because it sounds like it's reading detox, but it's really reading her team members. It's just it's just a fail all around. It's just a yeah. total fail. Well, this is what
2: I'm talking about, where she seems to think because she's gone to art school uh-huh. that she's the smartest person and smart equals creativity and wit and and um And comedic chops and drama and all that kind of stuff. And she's not realizing that she's in the room with some major powerhouses that have seen things and lived life. And as, as we're going to hear in a second, and, you know, have experiences and stuff that she can't even begin to have at 21.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
2: Here we go.
3: You got to learn to open your mouth when it's time to open your mouth. Your mouth always opens like they said in yeah, 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 yeah. And I cannot wait until she sends you home. I have fucking you have had it. You're trying to say she outshined us? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what No, the, I'm going I'm to answer well, for you. You are saying that's that. That's what In terms of aesthetics and visuals, tonight, everybody got negative feedback. Missing you, if anybody, were the only one that got complete
0: negative feedback. About and just
3: everything. for the record, lady boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, here it goes.
3: <laughs> oh, <not that> <laughs> this outfit is what I wear on Las Vegas stage every single night people pay over a hundred something dollars to see me every so night whenever, whenever you get catch through up with the light. so whenever you get okay. through trying to say that I don't look the part and I ain't doing my job I've been doing my job since 1992 was you even born yet don't try it little boy okay okay that's Ooh, fine that's man. all fine but what I mean to Christ say I sent her ass wait, home wait no How guys momentarily guys, girl guys guys I can say I can say except for me everyone in my team Got absolutely completely positive feedback.
0: What does that mean?
2: Yeah. At this point we're grasping at straws.
0: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. I think I get what she's saying. I think I get what this read is, and I I think I get what she's saying. She's saying that I think that detox um made herself look good at the detriment of their other team members
2: right okay yeah and that's what that I was
0: thinking. and that she, she martyred sacrificed. herself she, yes, yes she sacrificed okay. herself so that her okay. other team that, members ma- that makes good.
2: sense yeah because i didn't understand
0: that either yeah. but okay that's what she's saying all right here we okay. go
3: except you with me except yeah that's yeah. yeah. what i'm going for you just said for me yeah, yeah. That's I'm saying minute. it. I'm lost I'm right now. So you really was, was, she's no. out there, girl. No. no, no. You're wrong. Oh, she's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At this wrong. point, the ghetto lexic and language is
0: gone. Now, Taylor, I want to have your thoughts here. They get all offended that she says, the, the, like, <sighs> I have mixed feelings about this part because she's just trying to fight back. I think there was no way Serena could ever win. What I mean is because she yes, fights there is. Back... She could have shut her mouth. Yeah, she could have shut her mouth. That's the only thing she could have done. Yeah.
2: But, okay. I'm sorry. But, I didn't mean. To, I didn't no. Mean to no. No. Her no. You're
0: right. But um, they come after her for trying to defend herself. Where I think saying that they just said horrible things to her, and then she says that they talk ghetto, and then they're like all like clutching their pearls all of a sudden. You know, how could she say that? The only
2: one who seems to be offended by that, I think, more is Monica. Mm -hmm. Versus, uh, you know, we're going to hear detox in a second, and I think it's more the uneducated. Yes, it's, and again, it goes back to the ignorant statement that was made in season six, Mm -hmm. where, uh, or what the hell's her name, Uh, Jocelyn, says that to Gia, and Gia takes great offense to it. You know, mm-hmm. right, it, it, the, the 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 conversation then shifts to, oh no, no, you just said a word and we're going to have a discussion about it, and I feel like it starts with ghetto, but then quickly moves to uneducated.
0: Yes, which 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 Serena does do, and yeah, uh, I, no, I, don't, I know, I don't understand that part. Yeah, here we go. Dramatic <laughs> Who you calling ghetto?
3: Mistake, Mistake. Who you're calling ghetto? All of you guys. No, oh. no, 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 no. no, no don't. Don't. My what my I meant girl, to say, girl, however, however, get it. Flipping. No. Bitch. Who you calling ghetto? You. That's That's it. Call nobody That's ghetto it. if you don't know nobody. Ghetto's a place, it's mama. Not. Yeah, exactly. So don't call someone a place. The language, Ghetto's too. Playing when playing you. Now. Girl, girl. I need my asthma pump. Is she for real? Uneducated.
1: She
0: was like, girl. She was like, she's educated. read books. We're going to be nice. I read books. And by the way, she's the I one calling books. her Miss Thing the whole time.
1: None okay. of us read books. Is that what you're trying to say? None of us are educated because you went to fucking school and you keep talking about you going to fucking school. I went to school, too. I'm Miss Thing, we are all fucking educated. I'm being attacked. I am, I'm being attacked. I am schooled as I'm well. I'm being attacked. I'm being you're attacked. You're not being you attacked. Yeah,
0: what is Serena's evidence, that they, didn't yeah, is Serena's evidence that
2: they didn't go to college? Nobody's gone to college except for Serena. She's the smartest person there.
1: Yeah. When you start acting like this, oh, oh Miss Thing, I'm educated. Yes, oh, Miss okay. Thing, I'm only 21. Fuck the fuck off. I've had it with you. Go okay. the fuck home. Fuck. <laughs> I've had it officially. Fine.
2: Fine. I, don't... I think that screaming is Jade.
0: Oh. Okay. Sorry. Appreciate being called an... Una- Would you fuck Jade? No. I agree. I used to think I wanted to, but then my tastes have... I've gotten a more refined taste. Jade or being rough. Ref- 18 year
1: olds to being uneducated yes. mistake i've known you That's for years perfect. and i've never seen you get like that because the punk has never got me like that okay. i okay. okay. think
3: thing is this girl you're saying a lot of shit but you know what you're saying don't play dumb girl don't play dumb i'm sorry that was worded wrong say it
0: she apologized she apologized i think things got more heated than we know oh yeah because Alyssa's playing very like calm down calm down calm down the deal. Well, but they're also saying they've
2: never seen detox like this before, where yeah. detox is, you know, when you look at detox as a performer, when you look at detox as an entity, mm-hmm. she always seems very polished and very controlled mm-hmm. in her looks. And this was a time where we really kind of saw her, she I mean, she just kind of the 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 restraints came off. And for her to act that way seems very unlike, especially as they're all saying, "We all know you, and you you don't ever act this way." Yeah. So this really clearly hit a nerve, particularly in detox, and I don't blame her. Yeah. Nobody wants to be called stupid or uneducated or unable to
0: yeah, follow along. Anything about sort Daniel Brewer. <laughs> It's
3: it's tough being so young. Yes, you've heard it before. It's hard. When you are coming and so intimidated by girls that are so polished, I, I will have a guard on. Because I know you guys, hands down, won't have respect for me. It's hard. It's going to take for me to prove it, you know? I'm sorry
2: I put you guys down.
0: All right, Taylor, your final thoughts here on this Untucked.
2: I, I mean, she, it seemed genuine. hmm she didn't do the the stereotypical "I'm sorry if you are offended." Mm-hmm. She recognized what she did and she apologized, and for that I give her credit. Yeah. Um, and as we'll see later on down the line, she realized this was not a good optic for her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it it definitely comes up in the reunion. Um, and I, I I there's part of me am I am I ever going to be a big Serena Cha Cha fan? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she definitely showed her ass. Um, I think this was one of these that you would you could call a teachable moment
0: mm-hmm.
2: of where she she this is she had to she had to touch the burner to realize the burner was hot. Yeah.
0: Uh, Look, I love I, I look, I don't believe the edit at all. I would love to find out. I'm sure when race chasers covers it, we'll find out what exactly happened. But uh, I would love to know exactly what we're missing uh, from this scene uh all right well let's just call it a day there that's gonna do it for this week's episode of rupaul's drag race recap be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss dissect and deconstruct each episode of rupaul's drag race season five so until then for taylor latte boy and myself sashay away until next week Have something to say, email us at DragRaceRecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com DragRaceRecap. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DragRaceRecap. If you want access to more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us over at Patreon at Patreon.com slash AfterthoughtMedia. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Twitter and Instagram at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance, that's B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This podcast was made possible by the following exclusive tier Patreon supporters. Nicholas Springham, Katie Whitmire, April Pacheco, Dean UK, Melissa Payton, Nikki Baker, Devin McKay, The State of Bree, Robert NYC, Rachel J. A.J. Norris, Richard C., Common Cool, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Luke Stamen, Sermet Smith, Travis Potter, Jesse Harris, John J., Jimmy Kilbasa, Pedro S.F., Ginger Biscuit, Jesse Lozano, Parker Elliott, Haley Sklans and Her Mom, and Sandy Romero Ruiz. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.